Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Will Leverson, and this is Sports Spot Weekly. Today's episode, trades are in the eye of the owner. The tragedies and triumphs of the era of player mobility in the NBA. We're going to take a look at four all-time players, three key dates. Those dates are October 6, 1993, July 8, 2010, and December 8, 2011. We're going to take a look at the first date, and that is involving October 6, 1993. And this is the date of Michael Jordan's first retirement from the NBA. There were three key factors cited in NBA's, I'm sorry, in Michael Jordan's decision to retire from the NBA. One was his poor relationship with the GM at the time, Jerry Krause. Uh, Jerry Krause was the GM that acquired Michael Jordan in, the, in that blockbuster trade. Uh, and also his lack of attention to requested player acquisitions. Uh, the notion that Michael Jordan or several other all-time players were not for player mobility is not valid. Uh, Michael Jordan specifically requested that his then friend Charles Oakley not be traded to the New York Knicks for the uh, for the older Bill Cartwright, who Bill Cartwright, of course, would be the center, who was a part of the first iteration of the Bulls three-peat, and also the potential trade of com of complimentary player Scottie Pippen being held over Michael Jordan's head by then-GM Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause at the time of 1993 uh, had already scouted a, a future acquisition for the Bulls and a all-star player in Tony Kukoc, who Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen respectively played very hard against during the 1992 Dream Team when the NBA's Dream Team, America's Olympic team, played uh, Tony Kukoc's team in Croatia. And, Tony, and, and Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan really went at Tony Kukoc. And it wasn't a knock against, his, against Tony Kukoc's skill. It was to... Uh, sort of put a thorn in the side of Jerry Krause, sort of showing him that his uh, vaunted acquisition wasn't good enough to play alongside Jordan and Scottie Pippen. The next date that we have is July 8th, 2010, and that's making a new, bigger brand. The decision of LeBron James to leave his, his, uh, his at the time, First team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, his hometown team, Cleveland Cavaliers. Of course, we know LeBron James' story. He's a kid from Akron who grew up watching Cleveland Cavaliers and some of their clashes with the Bulls in the playoffs, namely Mark Price, uh, former three-point specialist of the of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he's credited for LeBron is credited for starting the new era of player mobility. Even though we know that Michael Jordan Jordan was also for player mobility, some nearly. 20 years before this event, trade to Miami began the big three of roster building discipline in the NBA. And along with two other all-star players held as having the first super team, those all-star players being Chris Bosh and, of course, the former now NBA legend Dwayne Wade. Uh, they were friends. They came together in this blockbuster sort of acquisition to drive NBA, sorry, to drive the Miami Heat toward multiple championship attainment, to which at this point in time, we know that the Miami Heat were able to attain two championships with that LeBron-led three, a big three team. And the, the last date that we have is the veto heard around the NBA. David Stern blocks trade of Chris Paul to LA Lakers. That date was December 8th, 2011. This begs the sort of viewing the colloquialism, there's your truth, my truth, and the truth in a different light. 
The truths involved here are former GM of the Charlotte Bobcats, Dell Demps, and now former late commissioner of the NBA, David Stern. Former GM Dell Demps it was involved in the three trade acquisition. It was at the time it was Charlotte Hornets, the Houston Rockets, and the LA Lakers. LA would receive Chris Paul from then Charlotte Hornets, and Charlotte would receive Lamar Odom from the LA Lakers and other positional pieces from the Houston Rockets, uh, to which Dell Dimps claims that uh, there was bias by the NBA commissioner at the time. And David Stern claims that uh, or claimed in, in several articles the league wasn't ready for such a three-team acquisition so early in the aftermath of the ending of the NBA lockout and, of course, subsequent beginning of the 2011 NBA season that they just weren't ready for such a trade. Although, of course, at any other time, any other blockbuster trade, the NBA certainly seemed like they were ready for such a trade. Uh, the veto of the trade was potentially, or at this point in history, could be potentially detrimental. Of course, we know that Kobe Bryant would end his championship career with five championships, never being paired with a talent like Chris Paul uh, at, any, at any other point in the in the ending of his career. And of course, Chris Paul, the perennial all-time NBA point guard, uh, future Hall of Famer, has not at this point of this presentation in the aftermath of this blockbuster trade veto has attained, even with his own skill, any NBA championship. So the veto of this trade potentially detrimental to Kobe Bryant attaining his sixth championship and Chris Paul at least uh, having one championship. So that's our take on the era of player mobility that the owners of the uh, of the NBA teams certainly have all to gain and the players are often put at a detriment when when they are not allowed to have ultimate control over their destinations that they play thank you for listening please be safe